What's up, everybody? So, um, today I want to talk about something um, that I've actually just become kind of aware of again, actually, because I was looking, listening at some of my old episodes, and it brought back some old insights. And so I kind of wanted to talk about this. Um, <clears throat> so, before I begin, uh, I do want to make this point very clear. I'm, I'm not dissing or dishing out drama against any group or whatever it is when it comes to this saying, this understanding, um, because I don't think it's about that. I don't think they realize this. Or if they do, they don't say it in plain words. Some of them do. Um, some of them actually really, really, really do, and that's one of the reasons why. I was able to really make it so clear in my insights at one point in time. But a lot of times you don't really hear this. And it's kind of frustrating, to be honest with you. But uh, we'll get into what that means later on. So this episode, we're going to be talking about how awareness or reality, whatever you want to call it, is not empty. Uh, or at least not completely empty. Um, it's a very deep topic because, you know, if you're into Buddhism, as I've been, I've, I've looked at some of the Buddhism, Buddhism and, and I've looked at some of the ideas in it and stuff like this. I'll tell you, like, the reality that you see is empty. It's empty of form. It's empty of all these things. Um, and ultimately, awareness, the mind, whatever it is, is empty. And, you know, the more that I kind of understand things in the world, the more that I realize that this is only partially true. So the problem that I find with this statement, these kinds of statements, and this is a, of a simplistic statement, is that while in a sense it's kind of true, it's also kind of false because it's not actually empty of something that I think is very important to make uh, the distinction over, which is what I call knowingness or the ability to know, which has nothing to do with thoughts, but has something to do with this, right? You know, for instance, that you know what the sensation feels like of your body on a chair, for instance, you don't say that in words or in thoughts, but you know what that is. And this knowingness is something that I think is often something that is not brought up within these circles when it comes to this. And this is very important because if you do not realize this, and if you go into these awareness practices looking for emptiness, you're going to be disappointed and you're going to be frustrated. You're going to be like, well, why is it? Why am I not finding this emptiness? It's because it's, it doesn't technically, it's not absolutely empty. That's the problem. And they're not telling you that some of them are. Some of them actually that I've actually read books on this. Some books that I've actually read on this actually have told you this. Some, some teachers have told you this. Um, but... The reason why they say that it's empty is because it's empty of the typical things that you think of when you think of things like thoughts, emotions, 
ultimately those things are not the thing itself. That's what they're referring to. But the problem is that makes you think that it means it's a blank void. It's absolutely nothingness. But it's not. It's not absolutely nothingness. Um, and it may give you this impression that it's not intelligent. When it absolutely is intelligent, it's the most intelligent force of the universe. It is the universe. Um, as intelligence. Um, and the reason, why, the reason why this is so important to make this distinction is because I used to believe this bullshit, honestly. And I used to be one of those people who was like, oh, just, just look into the emptiness and find awareness there. And it's like, I mean, it's kind of true. I mean, it's not false, but it's like only partially true. And if you don't see the other partial part of this, you will be basically emptying your mind of the one thing that can actually save you. The one thing that can actually help you to become more intelligent, which is that knowingness. There's a knowing quality to awareness. This is what we need. This is what we need to be focusing on. Um, you know, not necessarily because we're trying to reach some kind of enlightened state or whatever. I don't really care about that as much. But because by doing this and by focusing this knowingness on the now and things like this as it is, we can learn more about it and we can become more and more aware as we as time goes by. And that helps us to see more, become more. Uh, there's more insights inv available to us at this as, at this kind of level. Um, and so, this knowingness quality is not empty, necessarily. It's empty of form. It's empty of sounds. It's empty of chairs, thoughts, emotions sensations, but there is a knowing quality to it that is important to make that distinction. Because if, if you believe that the, the awareness that, that, that existence is just purely empty, and so people, and so they're going to tell you to focus on this emptiness, and become aware of the emptiness, and, or relax into the emptiness or whatever, you're going to lose the one ability that you actually have that's, that makes you human, which is Intelligence, the knowing quality of existence. Um, sentience. Um, I actually had to look this up, this phrase sentience, because it was one of those things where I was just like, why do people say that humans are actually sentient? And so I looked this up, and apparently what it is really is just awareness. The ability to know one's feelings and sensations and thoughts. That's what awareness is. The ability to know without the feelings, sensations, and thoughts. Um, but the problem is that awareness is often focused outward, and so we don't necessarily see the knowingness quality of awareness. So awareness is focused on, like, objects or your thoughts or your emotions and so you don't really see awareness as a, as a quality. 
as a, as a knowing intelligence that, that it is. Um, and so when you're aware, what ends up happening is your awareness, because your awareness is kind of focused outwards, it is not aware of itself. It's not aware of its knowing quality. And so when somebody tells you, oh, all of this is emptiness, awareness is emptiness, the mind is emptiness, just look upon the emptiness, 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 you're going to assume that what they're talking about is a blank void with nothing in it. And so you're going to throw away the knowingness of existence, of reality. But you can't really separate the emptiness from the knowingness. They're one and the same. And if you, if you try to separate those two, you will become un- unintelligent. And I don't mean this as an insult. I don't mean this as like a jibe or a jab upon people who are doing this. I'm talking quite literally, you will become unintelligent. Meaning that you will become unable to distinguish between two things that are very important to distinguish. Um, Like for instance, a toxic relationship from a regular relationship, from a healthy relationship, for instance. Um, You would be unable to distinguish those things. Because you're not imbibing the knowingness quality of awareness. Of course, it's possible that I'm just some guy and I'm full of shit. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those people who claim to know everything. Because I think that's bullshit. And honestly, I think enlightenment a lot of times is a trap for most people. But there is something to be said about looking at awareness, becoming aware of awareness. But the problem is, most of the time when they tell you to do this, they tell you to do this by looking at emptiness. Look at the thing that is beyond all the thoughts and words and emotions and sensations and whatever it is, right? Which is emptiness. But no, it's not emptiness. Emptiness is something that doesn't actually exist in the same way that they're talking about. Or at least not that, not that they're talking about it necessarily in this way. Typically what, what might be happening as well is they, they're talking about it and then you're assuming that this does not include the knowingness. You're implicitly assuming this without realizing it. Um, that's part of it as well, to be fair. And so this knowingness quality to existence is what we're focusing on. Um, and the more that you're able to distinguish between the thoughts, the sensations, the emotions, and this knowingness quality of existence, without calling it emptiness, I'm not going to call it emptiness because that's going to make you assume again. Uh, I'm going to call it something else. Uh, you could call it the empty knowing which is basically like knowing without thoughts or words or sensations. 
you know, you may know, for instance, that your air conditioner is going on, but is on right now. But you don't necessarily even have to look to the sense, the, the, sense, the sound of the air conditioning to know that. Um, you do, but you don't necessarily need to even, actually. At a certain, once it's reached that, that level of awareness, because it's already there. And there's no need to think about it at that level. There's no need to ponder on it. Uh, thoughts are useful. They can help you distinguish things. But the thoughts are not the awareness. The thoughts are not the intelligent. Uh, the the intelligence behind the thoughts is which we're, what we're looking for, which is what you could call awareness. Awareness is intelligent. It, it is not dumb. It is not stupid. It's smarter than you are. But the smarts is not demonstrated through solving puzzles and uh, doing amazing math and like solving these like amazing physics puzzles and like looking at like how black holes are formed and this kind of thing. I mean, those things are going to be useful and interesting, but awareness is more than this. And understands that these things are just kind of temporary, and it can see that. It, it can see that with its own knowingness quality. Not with thoughts, not with words, not with sensations, but with just pure knowing. <sighs> right? And so you could use the word eternal. In this case as well. And that would work as well. But eternal is not... I always exist. Or I am past and future. I am all of the past and future. It is... I am. I exist. I mean, in reality, what, what, is, what is past and future... You know, your past is already gone. Your what you're thinking of when you're thinking of the past is something that already happened. But when it when did it happen? It happened in the present. It didn't happen in the past. The past happened in the present, and now the present is a new present. But it's the same present. It's the only. It's the same present that's been there in the past, just with different content. And so, when somebody tells you, "Oh, look, look at the look at the emptiness, become aware of the emptiness, the empty void that is existence," ask them what that actually means. And if they're not giving you an answer that is about the knowingness of existence, I mean, it's possible that they're correct. But I don't think they are because knowingness is all we have. If we if we or we're not embracing that, what are we doing with our lives? Um, because this emptiness, this empty void without any knowingness, without any intelligence, 
it's it, it would it would bring us backwards to a place where we were in like stage beige or something. I even be before beige, probably like um but like stage beige spiral dynamics where basically you just had subsistence levels. With no thoughts, awareness maybe of like the now you might be actually be closer to this kind of knowledge in stage beige in some ways. But it's very immediate, it's very it's very present based. Uh, and so emptiness without knowingness is unintelligent. It's actually making us go backwards. In my opinion, to be fair, this is based on my opinion, but also based on my experience as well with kind of working with this stuff. Um, and so anyone who tells you that it's about emptiness, the self is emptiness, it's empty. It's empty of form, it's empty of thoughts and sensations. It, it is, it's empty of those things. And so in that sense, it is kind of true, but that does not mean that it's empty of knowing of itself and of existence. I don't even know if I want to even call it spaciousness because it would give this image of of, of something that is not knowing. I mean, that's not necessarily the, the impression that they're giving you. Uh, always, it, there are people who are telling you this is, is it is about knowingness, but I want to make that very clear because even with descriptive language like spaciousness or emptiness it can give you this impression, even if they're telling you outright that it is knowingness. I'm making this very explicit for you so you're you're not caught unawares by this. And so that's why I call it the empty knowing. Because it's empty of all these things that you're seeing around you. It's it's not those things, technically. It's not the, the sound of that police car you might be hearing in the background or whatever it is. It's not the sound of my voice. It's not a dog you might be hearing barking or whatever it is. It's the thing that knows those things. But that knowingness is not empty necessarily. Um, I mean, you can become aware of anything right now, right? Become aware of anything. You could become aware of the sound of my voice or whatever it is. And I basically just wonder like, how is it that I can know or become aware of these things. How, how is it that I can know this stuff without thoughts? How can I how can I know what the sensation is of my body on my chair without thoughts? 
what is what is what is this thing that's that's helping me to know these things without using thoughts or without using words or sensations or you know whatever it is Because that's, that's where it is right there. If you can, if you can look at anything, like literally anything, your emotions, your thoughts, whatever it is, with just that knowingness, awareness, that feeling of knowingness, awareness, empty knowing or whatever you want to call it, you can actually learn more in some ways than you could if you just use thoughts. Don't get me wrong, the thoughts are still important. But the thoughts come come later, and then after that, you still have to check that against the knowingness awareness to see if it works. Right? And so, like, for instance, if you're trying a technique to help you to become calmer or peaceful or whatever it is, you can observe you doing this technique with knowingness, the empty knowing. And then you can think about it later. You can have insights on whether this technique works or what, it, what, what, can, what happens if I get rid of this. And then you use the emptiness, the empty knowing again to find out. And you, you kind of make distinctions based on this and you can become more intelligent. by doing this. It's not necessarily the simplest process though because a lot of time, a lot of the, uh, a lot of times what I find is that we have become fused with, this awareness has kind of become fused with the object. Uh, the objects around us, the, our thoughts, our emotions. And so we have to learn how to unfuse them as well a little bit by just trying to become aware of this empty knowing quality of existence without thoughts, without sensation. And you might be surprised because it's not it's not purely empty. Um, that's what I I'm trying to make sure you make that that it's clear. It's not actually completely empty. There is a knowingness quality to this emptiness, which may look like it's not empty. And so you're like, oh, I have to get rid of this knowingness quality. No, 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 no. That knowingness quality is what you're looking for. It might be fused with other things as well, like I said, but even so, the, the, the goal is not to get rid of that knowing this quality. It's to enhance it, become aware of it, to sense it in its pure glory as it is. Um, so, 
anyways, definitely a bit of a different episode than what I usually do. Um, I haven't really done a lot of these episodes in a long time. Because, honestly, I find that people get kind of carried away with a lot of the spiritual stuff. And so I've been focusing a lot on the practical elements of life and, and emotions and this kind of stuff. Because sometimes you have to do that. Like, it's it's really... A lot of people that I know, that, that I've noticed that are very spiritual, a lot of YouTubers and stuff, I don't really know if they're all that spiritual because they're not focusing on the sort of practical elements of shit. And I want to do an episode on this actually in the future because it's important to kind of make this distinction um, you know, in the future. But uh, anyways, it is what it is. So anyways, I hope you enjoy this episode and I will talk to you on the next one.